Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is the Monday edition of Hardwood Handicappers. Kelly Bidlin, Jonathan Von Tobel, do a little bit of a weekend recap. We'll keep this one uh, a little more evergreen as we're recording a little bit late today. It's my bad. I had a uh, look. I'm a popular guy, Kelly. Okay, I've got writing <laughs> yeah, duties and hosting duties and and interview duties and whatnot. I actually had a really good zinger for Patrick Maher. Patrick's a really good host, mm-hmm. and I was on just before we started recording with them. And Patrick likes to do what some good hosts do. Which is like really pump you up. I don't know if Patrick really ever like listens to like the podcast and or watches the shows on the weekends. But man, the way he was promoting me sounded like him. You know, hey, and if, uh, if you plug it, I don't really care. But yeah, oh, of course, uh, <laughs> totally worth it. And uh, he he actually hit me with something like uh, that you inspire me. Like wow, he, like okay. yeah, he hit me with that. Which I responded with, and every time I see your deltoids, you inspire me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. Jesus. <laughs> they just want to do a couple extra shoulder raises when I'm out there pumping some iron. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got to get it done. Uh, I was going to use the hair, but you know, I can't really work on my hair. And I, I think I've already got some. Hey, so you much got solid lettuce, hair. Yeah, you, you know? got solid so, hair. Yeah. So I just got just back got from the gym. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about being in pain for the next six days. So, so uh, yeah. So I've been, <laughs> I, you know, it is, it is, a, it's a good conversation to have because we are bigger guys, and I have been working out more often lately. And I've been trying to cut down my strength, like my lifting numbers. I've been gotten, I've gotten a lot stronger, but All I right. feel like, so back in the day, this might surprise some, but I was actually in pretty good shape and uh, did lift a little bit and everything. So I've been trying to toy with what do I want to do? Do I actually want to try to get in shape and be like skinny and good looking like Steven or, or do I, cause I saw Steven for the first time the other day. I was shocked. <laughs> Very handsome. Um, or do I want to go like. Like fat guy, but like a lot of muscle underneath that doesn't yeah, like really the do cardio. Fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I think yeah. I kind of want to do that. Like I kind of want to see what that looks like. You know what I mean? Just have like, you run, have you run this by your wife at all? <laughs> my wife's my, my wife's ridiculous. She's like, I love you, whatever you want to do. And I'm like, stop. Like you don't love me that much. Like you can tell me what you really want, but she refuses to do it. So <laughs> you're like, would you rather be lose thirty pounds or put on thirty pounds yeah. of so pure muscle? Like just be fluffy, but like kind of like a you know what. Like Vince Wilfork. I want a Vince Wilfork body. You know what I mean? Oh, we're like, like no, that no, would no. be that'd be crazy. Largest and- human being I've ever seen in person in my life. But be- be- quick Vince Wilfork story. I'll never forget being at like a high school. It was a high school football camp. He was at JVT at his own golf cart. He's driving around in. The thing was so tilted that it was like the 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 cart, uh, the cart side the the side of the cart was like ru- was. was running on the ground with nice. the wheels as he's yeah. driving it around, like the left side. It was fantastic. Yep. 
that, so I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna work on a Vince Wilfork body because cardio's for <laughs> losers. You know what I mean? I want to lift. What happened? What happened to his ribs commercials? Remember, he was like doing like a charcoal oh, yeah. company or something that lasted for all like a year or two. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> so uh, when you see me in a year, um, just don't be surprised by my massive biceps and forearms, but also big gut because that's just exactly nice. what I'm gonna do. Um, I can't think of a clever segue. Usually, I'm good at them, but I ha- I don't have one here. The weekend that was. Let's start. We got to do it. Golden State Warriors pull it off in game seven. They beat the Sacramento Kings. They move on. They will take on the Los Angeles Lakers. Non-betting topic. I meant every word that I tweeted out on Sunday. Ooh, what'd you tweet out on Sunday? Stephen Curry is the greatest basketball player in NBA history. Full stop. (laughs) Full stop. I can't. Oh, man. He is... So, and I don't want to take away from, I didn't know that's where we were going. All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just going to say, that's all I want to put out. Like he was incredible. He was awesome. That was, he was, that Kavon Looney was great in terms of what he was doing on the glass and getting second chance opportunity after second chance opportunity. But that was a classic Steph Curry, like really good player. Hey guys, guess what? Um, We're not going to lose this game and I'm not going to let us lose this game. So you all can suck but I'm going to go out and win this game and we're going to play another playoff series just to let you know. Okay. And I, it was wildly impressive. So the resumes aside, but I, I will phrase it. JVT is it's one of the greatest single performances I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. And yes, Steph Curry is definitely up there in the conversation of great ist basketball players, but okay. I'm, I still got MJ number one. Okay. Let's see. Here's the thing. Can I say really quickly and we'll yeah. get to the betting stuff in a second, yeah. but I just want to say that response is fine. Yeah. I got a whole lot of people who were like astonished at the thought. And I'm like, have you watched basketball over the He's last amazing. 10 years? He's revolutionized right. the game. Like, so I, I had somebody in full series to be like, oh, maybe top 20. I'm like, you, you don't watch basketball. Like, okay. you don't. You so, don't. If that's your response, you have no idea what you're watching when it comes to basketball. I, I Okay, so I, I fully believe Michael Jordan's greatest basketball player of all time. I think that Stephen Curry has probably changed the game more than anybody in the history of basketball. 100%. So I, just from, I mean, I, besides whoever the first person to dunk was, and now I'm just like thinking of, uh, now I'm just thinking of that movie with, with, with uh, was it Will Ferrell where they have the alley-oop, like they bent oh, the yeah. alley-oop. Like, this is the greatest play we've ever seen. The <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. No, not uh, Tropic Thunder. Excuse me. They are the Tropics. They were the Tropics. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, the yeah. Tropics. I don't remember what that damn movie was. Um, uh, oh, man. Steven, help us out here. I think it's All Pro or something like that. Either Semi-pro, way. Semi Pro. You're right. Semi Pro. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, Tropic Thunder. That's a good yeah, movie. That was good. That was a good, that was a good movie. movie. But yeah, 50 for staff in that game. You look at it. I mean, like Wiggins, terrible shooting night, right? Five for 16 Clay. from the floor. Clay Thompson, four for 19, two for 10 from downtown. I. Jordan Poole, I guess he wasn't terrible, but he didn't really shoot that much. Three for nine. Uh, he was the whole team. He was the entire team. He dragged them to the second round of the playoffs. I, I, that is as good as, I mean, that's all you could say, right? I mean, the Kings had a halftime lead, right? What was it, like two points? Two points. Yeah, two points. And, point and Clay Thompson was, Clay Thompson's one of 10 from the floor, and the Warriors were only down by two points at halftime. Yep. Um, and Curry takes over second half warriors take over kings offense falls flat a bit uh warriors move on kings don't did you bet the warriors game seven because we were both on a game six i've got i've got really good western conference futures on the warriors so i just sat back and was just sat back just please win this game (laughs) and of course i I didn't bet them after we were all we were all bullish on them in game six and i'm like i don't know well (laughs) so my my western conference future actually goes back to the trade deadline and I meant it, you know, if, and I'll, I'll pat us on the back really quickly. 
we came out of the trade deadline with two main bets to make coming out of the trade deadline. I don't know if you were, I don't know if you remember what they were, but I'll remind you what they were. Lakers One, to make the playoffs. Lakers to make the playoffs. Here Three. they are in the, the Western Conference semis. Two, Warriors to win the Western Conference. Yep. And here they are, a, a series win away for making it to the Western Conference Finals. So, no, I've got, and that ties into it, I've got them at plus 910 to win the Western Conference. And then I've got a, a little bit more at plus 675. I went in twice on them. So I've got some pretty good Warriors numbers uh, oh, nice. to win the West. I think now they're like 210, something like that, uh, to win the West. Um but I think, so kind of tying this to the, the gambling standpoint as we move forward, Steph Curry was incredible. Kevon Looney was incredible. I still think they win this series with the Los Angeles Lakers. They open as short as a $1.20 favorite, other spots $1.45 in the series against Los Angeles. But this is a flawed team, Kelly. And they go into that game to the Kings, or to Sacramento in Game 7. They had a negative 33.3 net rating in the minutes without Curry in the series. The minutes where Curry wasn't out there didn't really look great. Clay Thompson doesn't look the same. Yeah. Jordan Poole, you mentioned him. I, the, the best tweet I saw about Jordan Poole was it looks like he takes a bat and spins around in a circle three times really fast before he goes out there to play. Like, he's just, like, all over the place. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. And, like, I, I just – to wrap up my point, because I know I'm blathering, I, I think that while they win this series, coming out of that series with Sacramento, the two takeaways are the market was wrong, obviously, in making that series price as high as it is. And this is a deeply flawed Warriors team that is going to have to fight tooth and nail to get out of this series with the Lakers. Okay. Um, I mean, I completely agree. I, I think the ser- I do th- I do find the series prices fascinating because we d- we've discussed this a lot, right? Of what we thought, what what we might be projected it as, both in the first round with the Kings and both and now with the Lakers. Um, I guess I was a little surprised this was a, 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 as close as it was. Me too. Uh, this was, I, I mean, we, we talked about, it, I thought it was going to be Warriors minus 200, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, is that I kind of, kind of wanted to bet the Lakers maybe a little bit. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, like, I don't think I'm getting involved in this series price where it's at. Um, I, I'm with you. They're, they're, just, they're definitely flawed. They, they I, obviously they're an aging team compared to some of these other teams. Um, I think that they're going to have difficult a difficult time matching up with AD and LeBron, but again, they're way better suited to do that than what the Kings would. Right. Um, I think it's going to be a tough series. I do. I do favor them. I think that series price is about spot on with what we're talking about with Warriors and Lakers. I, I guess is, I, I just, I, I think those front court matchups are going to be interesting, but man, like who's slowing down Steph. And if clay gives you anything, Jordan Poole gives you anything. It's just so much to rely on Vanderbilt and some of these other guys to like really, really disrupt them defensively. Yeah, I think like, that's where this series is going to be won is these bench minutes for both teams yeah. and how they're going to handle those bench minutes. As I mentioned, the Warriors bench not performing very well. That was also the reason why they were so bad on the roads. Like their bench defense just isn't good. They don't really have a uh, solid offense without Curry out there running around and doing what he does. So like, and the cool part about like, if you bet conference futures is now you're in the conference semifinals, you're at least in a position to start doing something if you want to do something with those tickets. Because the next round, of course, is the Western Conference Finals. Um, so I might find myself there. And I think it does kind of cloud how I view this series. Because I don't feel the need to take a strong position in terms of an opinion one way or the other. Right? Given where I'm at. Right. Yeah. You just write but, it out. Yeah. But, I, but I do think, like, I would agree with you. I'm surprised the series price is cheap. If I didn't have a dog in the fight, I would bet the Warriors to win the series at a cheap price like that. And I do think that the benches. I still think I'd give a slight edge to Golden State, but it's not really, it's not crazy strong. 
And I, I think the difference is it's going to be twofold. It's going to be the Warriors playing at home, right? That's a massive difference. They play very well at home. It, you saw, yes, they lost that last game in San Francisco, but they're still a good home team. And it's the fact that they, I think, at this point right now, today, not like grand lore or anything like that, but just today in terms of health and level of play, they've got the best player on the floor. Yeah. No, I agree. I, and I, I totally agree. The Lakers, look, I mean, that part of the reason why they were scuffling down the stretch of that Memphis series is it was just getting dragged out and they were playing every other night. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's tough for the Lakers, especially with AD and LeBron with everything they're dealing with injury-wise. Yeah, I think if uh, if the Lakers win this series, I I mean, I think it's going to be amazing performance after amazing performance by LeBron and AD, right? And it, And it's just... Like, look, I think Looney, Draymond, you know, a lot of these combinations of what the Warriors can throw at them will 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 be a will be problematic for LeBron AD. But I think there's also they, those guys still have an advantage over over almost anybody the Warriors are going to throw at them. And if they, I this yes. could be if AD goes nuclear in this series or something like that, they might not really have a shot. But I but I do think that switching it around, Lakers trying to match up with that backcourt is going to be tough. And the Jordan Poole, just going back to the Jordan Poole stuff real quick, it's I feel like it's this situation where where we've gotten to the point with the Warriors where to me in bigger games, they force they force it and clay forces too much when when Poole should be getting more of those shots and more more of those touches. I, I think he's I still think he's a younger player that they just have not they haven't really invested the time into allowing him to to grow as a player when all these guys are healthy, right? We see it when when Steph's out or Clay is out or whatever. We see him have these monster games. I just think at this point in their careers, they they need to be leaning more on players right like that, right? We we, we see Andrew Wiggins step up and provide on it from a from a scoring standpoint from time to time. He needs to be more a part of that as one of those crucial role players that can score and, and provide that regularly for them. I think that's fair, but I also think part of the reason why there is that limitation is his own doing. He's not a good defender. He, mm-hmm. When he's out there, like at least Steph, like go back to, was it game four? Steph Curry at least stayed in front of De'Aaron Fox to then give Draymond an opportunity to come out. And Steph then still knew his defensive assignment to then, okay, Draymond's helping me here. I've got to flash out and contest on Harrison Barnes. Was it still a decent look for Barnes that didn't go down? Yes, but Curry's at least an adequate defender. He's an underrated defender with what he does. Yeah. Jordan Poole's a nightmare at times yeah, with, with his defensive play and his shot selection. I mean, it's cool when you're scoring 40 and all those shots are going down, but when they're not, enough of the logo threes. Try to get into the flow of the offense instead of taking two dribbles past half court and chucking one up. You know what I mean? I, I think part of... That part, part of how your best player ever changed the game, man. Everybody can take uh, Yeah, but that's because he's the best player ever, right? He's not Jordan Everybody Poole. Everybody can make those now. Come on. Right, yeah. Like, Jordan, newsflash Jordan Poole, you're not Steph Curry. You're not and, Steph Curry. <laughs> as much as it might seem, sometimes you are. So, uh, and look, I'll say this from a series price perspective and how you approach this going forward, Kelly, too. Yeah. I do think that what's going to be interesting is how the Warriors respond tomorrow. Because it's just one day off yeah. after game seven. And I think what helped them was beating the Kings somewhat comfortably in the second half. So it wasn't like a grind out to the final possession type of battle. So maybe that helps you. But to play in a series that drags out seven games, then just get one day off and play immediately another high leverage situation back at home. It's not the best spot for the Golden State Warriors back at home for game one. Completely agree. I'm glad you brought that up because that is that is definitely part of part of the reason why I'm not betting this series price yet. Because I think if they drop game one, 
I'll be in on the Warriors just because I, I, I'll. At that point, I'll be forced to. <laughs> like, that, that, like you're going to get the Warriors at plus money probably at that point or even money, right? Like, I'll, I'll be in on them at that point it, it, in a series that I basically, you know, I basically made Warriors around minus 200 to get that kind of uh, value then on a series price. I'll probably be, I'll probably be in on that. But, I, but I'm with you. I think it's, I think it's really tough. And that game one is going to be huge. When is that, tomorrow night? Yeah, it's going to be tomorrow already. Yeah, tomorrow night, yep. Yeah, it's no, it's really quick. So I, it's it'll it'll be interesting to see the um, how they come out and respond because playing at home is different than ending in game seven and then having to go on the road to play your next opponent. But um, I think they'll be able to win. But also, that's an in-game opportunity as well, right? Off to a slow yeah. start, maybe after a game seven in-game and uh, get a better number with the Golden State Warriors. So as you kind of look at it, so it sounds like we're kind of leaning a little bit in the in the same direction. Like as far as an adequate, like an actual bet that I will make. I'm going to put a small bet on the Lakers to win the series only because of where I'm at positionally, but uh, it's not one that I am betting because I think the Lakers win the series. I would bet the Warriors to win the series if you were to ask me to make an actual selection for it. So, yep. yeah, 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 I, I can't, uh, man, That's can't so wait to watch it though. How, how, how much do you think I was asking? Uh, I got to talk to Thomas Gable on Lombardi line today, even out there on the East coast, this got to be the highest handled series. Like this is going to be crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, without a doubt. I, one thing that's nice about, uh, I mean, sports betting is national. You know, what I mean, like, it, like it's not, it's not as much dictated to the local markets. Of course, they're, they're of course they'll see more, uh, you know, in Philly that you know than than you would maybe on that series in Arizona. But like, nah, I, I'm with you. I th- I would think that is. I mean, Heat Knicks, you almost want to say, but it's just like they're, they're not good enough teams. You know what I mean? For anybody to get excited about betting that, they're two major like markets and NBA teams. Yeah, the um, I would the only reason I think you're getting excited for Heat Knicks is you're hearkening back to the old school series. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, but, but there are, we do have some news coming down on that actually right now. I know. Ooh, go ahead. A live show, but uh, it looks like Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle will be ruled as questionable for tomorrow's game with the Miami Heat. Was Randle questionable technically for Game One? I don't remember. Um, I. Don't know actually. I don't remember what his injury status was. <laughs> I don't remember was. actually. Yeah, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, like because that's important for obviously because that could be an upgrade. Obviously, yeah, obviously. they they are both questionable. I mean, the line is is going down, so we're seeing it was it was Nick seven earlier today, and it is six and a half six. So I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of laughing because that that sounds like a bit of an upgrade for Julius Randle to me, but then a da- obviously you don't like seeing that about Jalen Brunson. So I just looked it up. No, he was he was listed as questionable yesterday. So okay, so, so it's not an upgrade at all. Um, so we don't know. Oh, that's big. I mean, look. So with this series, and this is what I wanted to ask you. I mean, now that Brandle and Brunson are questionable, it kind of takes some air out of it. But my thought was to bet the Knicks only because if you're Miami, you have three days between games two and games four, game three. Why would you not allow Jimmy Butler to sit this out? And especially if these two are dinged up, if those are true questionables. Take your shot. Just let him sit. Yeah, I, I'm with you. This is uh, so if there is if there's any question with Jimmy Butler, and I mean they're saying so what they're saying probable and they're going to be a game time decision. That's what Spo said earlier today, I guess, on Jimmy right. Butler. But man, with the amount of time that you get off, and we get we know we you know we we know it's an we know it's a sprained right ankle, right? Like sometimes we don't know about some of these injuries. Like, we know about that. Everybody saw it. Like, they, they talked about it afterward. Like, the idea of you being able to rest a few more days, you've already won up in the series. You've taken home court, man. I'm not, I'm not playing it's, tomorrow. 
I'm it's going to be essentially six days off if he misses right. game two. Right. You play on I, Sunday. Like, game three is not till Saturday. Yep, I, I, I think that I think that is a massive break for you to be able, for you to be able to have captured game one and sit him. Game, I would I would sit him in a heartbeat. Like I I, I know, and and this is coming from me, right? This comes from me where I've faded the heat at like every opportunity. You would think. I would be saying, yo, you got to get these guys out there as much as you can. If you could steal two games in New York, that's absolutely massive. Of course it is. But, like, you're nothing if Jimmy Butler is not healthy. So, like, it is more important to have him healthy and back for game three than hobbled for the entire series. You have no – I don't think you have a chance if he's hobbled for the whole series. But, you know, on the flip side of this, this is – I mean, what the Knicks without Randall and Brunson, like, that is a nothing team, too. No, I mean, that's terrible. That's – and this year, like, yeah, I don't know. Game one was kind of weird um, in that, like, watching. It didn't seem like Miami was going to be able to shoot as well. And it, it actually came to fruition, and they still got out of that game uh, with a victory. I Look, I think this series is – it's going to be close because these are two teams that are just very, like, very similar to one another. Yeah. But, I like, I think we're just talking about two teams that are being led to the slaughter. I, I, I agree. Right? I agree. <laughs> and, and like, I, like I have my, it's I have fighting my, for the right to get eliminated by more than likely Boston. Exactly. Yeah. Like I have my game one notes in front of me and it just, at the end, end of it, it just says really feels like the Knicks have to have Julius Randle to win this series. But yeah. like that was, that was before or at the same time as Jimmy Butler rolling his ankle. You know what I mean? Like if that's like, I'd hate to say it, but I think it is, it's exactly what you just said. And whoever wins this series is probably just ends up being the healthier team or the, yeah. the stars with that has the healthier stars. Yeah. No, I don't think I would disagree with that at all. And I think when you're talking about like, like with these injuries too, it sucks because from a betting standpoint, it just creates too much noise. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Like, how do you want to handle this? Especially now that both of them are questionable and you're starting to see this like five and a half start to pop up. There's no way you can act unless you have some sort of information on both of them. Right, exactly. Unless and, you know somebody who knows something, you can't act on any of this any of this info right now. Yeah. Kind of I, I mean, we, we've definitely given it enough time on this pod. We, we did on Live Bet Saturday. You have been the best in the business I've heard raging over these NBA injury reports. But this is, it's just getting so silly. Like this is, these injuries basically decide NBA championships all like all you know every other year right it seems like we are we are dealing with injuries to star players every year during the playoffs and we have as betters we have absolutely no indication 24 like we're recording this what two hours before the Sixers uh, the Sixers and Celtics play I'm JVT I can't tell you for sure that Joel Embiid's not playing I can't tell you that like this is I think I think the 76ers benefited by Doc Rivers using the actual word doubtful in a media scrum for them 100%. to be able to lab- label him as doubtful on their injury report, right? Otherwise, they'd probably just be labeling him as questionable. But they're like, well, and, Doc actually said the word, so let's put that one down. Sounds yep. And here, And here's the thing. The, the ridiculous part about it is the 76ers can be playing it both ways, where it's, it's one of two things. They're playing it because Embiid's going to be available, or... Maybe he's just not available at all for the entire series. And, right. and make them prep for it. Make him, yep. make him prep anyways, right? Make him prep like he's going to be there. Yep. It's, it's Absolutely. It's the, look, I understand the gamesmanship. I feel like we the only the only clapback we ever get when we bring this stuff up is like, whoa, what are you going to do if they're in, you're in their shoes? Like, of course you're going to do this gamesmanship crap. I get it. But like, you got to force all these teams to, to be truthful on this stuff or face right. fines. Like, that's the only way this will ever work. 
Yeah, it's not for them. The criticisms are for the NBA, the governing yes. body, to actually do something about this. Because, of course, the teams are going to pull some gamesmanship when it comes to this. Um, absolutely. All right, really quickly, because it's a little bit of a disjointed episode. We recorded this a little bit later. Um, had some snafus behind the scenes. So Kelly's fire alarm went off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to push this back. So uh, let, let's let's wrap with this. The two games later tonight, what do you expect from from these? I mean, I think with Boston-Philly, again, we talked about it, nothing really to do. We, you have no idea what's going to happen. We'll wait for information and then attack it from there. But Denver and Phoenix, I mean, we didn't really get a big chance to talk about this in terms of yeah. the, the you know game one. We got to talk about it over the weekend. But any inclination as to what you think is going to happen in game two? Man, I, I just I don't know what we saw from Game One JVT to make us change our minds on this series at all, right? It was a it was a Denver series bet for the both of us beforehand. Um, look, you get twenty nine points, fourteen rebounds, three blocks out of Kevin Durant in a very efficient shooting night. Devin Booker, very efficient shooting night, twenty seven points, eight assists. If those two guys are going to do that. And you can't, and you lose by 18 points. I, I mean, th- that was a great indicator to me that we we've got this series pre- pegged pretty right. I, I mean, this is yeah. You bet I, Denver too, right? We're both sitting on Denver series yeah. prices. Yeah, yeah, we're both sitting on Denver series prices. I mean, I think for game two, I'm just sitting tight. I, you know, I did play them small in game one. Ended up ended up playing them a little bit pregame. I, I'm just sitting tight game two. I, I wouldn't be afraid to come in live. Uh, on them but otherwise I, just, I think we're looking really good series price wise and i i know people make too much about this but man it really does have a feel of like phoenix you 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 got to steal one somehow tonight like that after that performance those guys putting up those kind of numbers and you still fall short i i don't i just it's, don't i don't know how much respect i can give this team right now well speaking of respect i gave you someone i was on with patrick and Amal. I will go back to a phrase that you used when this team first got together, and I think we've kind of seen it through these series in one game now. I think they're a transaction cycle away. Like yeah. they, they're just they don't have enough bodies. They're they don't have enough bodies. It's exactly what you said right when they started to put this when they put this team together at the deadline. And like I looked at I looked it up when they were going into the fourth quarter. Kelly Devin Booker had like forty or thirty eight minutes of game time going into the fourth quarter of game one. Like you can't. Yeah. That is not sustainable in a series in which you're playing in altitude. And even if you win this series, whoever you're facing in the next round, and if you win that series, somehow you win in the next one too. Like you're asking these guys to simply put it, you're asking Kevin Durant and Devin Booker average over 40 minutes a game. And both of you give us over 30 minutes a game and we'll get through these series. That's a yep. lot to ask of a team or of two yeah, guys. Yeah, like, Cause that's over, essentially what you need. We need over 40 minutes out of you. We need, we need about 30 points out of each year. Right. Like, 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 otherwise, like, you're not going to be competitive. And that, that's what it yep. is, man. It's just filling out these rosters. I think it's the same thing for Sacramento. Like, I, I, I know a couple of people have brought this up of, of thinking Sacramento is a year away or something like that. And I don't think it's to JVT, it's not that to me. Like, these young stars, they might be young, but these guys have played enough time that they're already at that star level to me. It's can the Kings add some size and defense? And if they do that, NBA, the entire NBA, you better be put on alert. You know who I'm calling if I'm the Sacramento Kings? Who? I'm calling a little, a little south of California. And I'm Mexico? saying, no, 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 no. Like Southern California, <laughs> Southern California. This is south of California. No, no, Southern California. Pick up the phone. Just go, um, hey, Balmer, you really want Kawhi? 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah there you go. There, there would think be about a move it. to add some defense, yeah. I mean, in all reality, like that team is so deep, has so many more bodies, all that kind of stuff. Can you imagine if the Kings just got Kawhi and like just put just put Kawhi on that team in, in place of Harrison Barnes? Be ridiculous. What would you think? Be ridiculously good. Are you kidding me? They, they, they shoot right to a favorite. But the problem is, you know, can I, Kawhi stay on the court? All that, yeah. I mean, all that's nonsense aside, but it's just like it, that. That would be a team too. That's like, hey, man, take your time. Just vibe. It's all copacetic vibes, dog. Yeah. Just get. Just take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself. Yeah, I. I think those two teams are just so like they. They're in similar spots, but like. The Suns, you've got two absolute superstars. There's just there's just nobody else around them. I'm sorry, yeah. Chris Paul's getting up there. You can't ask him to do this much. And I don't, JVT. Every time DeAndre Ayton falls flat, I'm just not surprised by it. Oh, I, that I, video I just, of him standing under the stanchion oh, while, so while Nikola Jokic <laughs> grabs like five offensive like rebounds. Five offensive that was, rebounds. <laughs> God, that was bad, I just, man. I just don't know. Like, I understand why Phoenix reacted they they with signing him the way they did. I mean, obviously, if you knew you had kept you were going to have Kevin Durant, maybe you you change your mind on that. But you know, hindsight's twenty um, twenty, right? Kelly, and, yeah. I mean, with this team, who'd you rather have, Miles Turner or DeAndre Ayton? Miles Turner, because I think that was going to be part of it, right? Was there was a chance that yeah. they were going to get Miles Turner back? Like Miles Turner. Monster. Just and, and like, I was wondering if you were going to bring up his name for the Kings too. Where I'm like, oh, it's kind of laughable, but I'm like, you need someone, some another big kind of like that that can play alongside. I think Sabonis somehow, and it's, right. but you need someone that can mix it up, right? That can that can actually stretch the floor, go actually actually out and shoot a three, but like I, I help think, him down low. I think they need like a wing, like, and that's easy to say because like like a Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, everybody type, but, needs a wing, yeah. Right, yeah, like, <laughs> but like you know, two way guy who can shoot, who can score, who can rebound, can do all that stuff. That's Kawhi. I mean, that, yeah. if you had an elite player like Kawhi, that's that. But I mean, who knows too? You call him about Paul George. Paul George would fit nicely for him too. He's the same kind of player. So um, no, I, I think you're right. But we have time to talk about the Kings off season. But I, they're a good team, and they're going to be a good team. I think going yeah. forward, that's the important part. Um, all right, with that, as I mentioned, kind of a disjointed and short episode on, on this Monday. We'll get back to the regular things going forward. A little bit of a busy week, but, you know, those kind of things happen. Make sure that if you're listening to my voice, you go to vcin.com, check out everything we have to offer. It is Kentucky Derby Week. So what does that mean? Yeah. Well, the Kentucky Derby Guide is out. The most exciting two minutes in sports, right, Kelly? Exciting two That's minutes. That's right. Um, check out our Kentucky Derby betting guide, insights from Dave Tooley and others as you get ready for the Run for the Roses on Saturday. we got plenty of coverage on that on the website and on the uh, network in the week leading up to it on Saturday. By the way, bad news. You know they don't run until 3.57 p.m., so we're not are actually going to be on the are air. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. <laughs> like, so it's like right in one of our commercial breaks, too. Like, yeah, even it, if it's at the end. What are you we're around. off the air. Yeah, we're off the air. I know, but I'm saying not yeah. even not even Danny and the guys after us can pick, us, pick it up, right? It's like no. it will be two minutes during a commercial break. And boom, it's over. Yep. Yep. That's an, it'll be an exciting commercial break, though. That's for sure. But make sure yeah, you check out right. everything we're <laughs> Yep. Beeson.com slash subscribe. Like, rate, review, subscribe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow here at Hardwood Handicappers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.